Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Wednesday and the market is up. Finally, we're getting some nice action on the market. Uh, the S&P, you know, uh, the Fed came out today with the report basically that, uh, you know, said that, uh, you know, they're going to raise the rate a quarter percent. For some reason, the NASDAQ liked it and the NASDAQ uh, was on a chair today. It was up about two percent. Uh, which is a significant amount um, considering everything and uh, something to definitely uh, take a look at because uh, it does seem like we have some leadership finally in the market. And uh, so it's, it's looking like uh, at least I've been, uh, I've been uh, moving into the chip sector. That seems to be doing quite well. There's some other sectors as well that are doing well, but uh, uh, the chip sector very much in play right now. And uh, we have some real good, um, you know, we have, we have some good stuff to report here um, and some possible ideas uh, coming in here, um, coming in here today. But uh, basically, the uh, the rate setting committee uh, basically uh, announced a quarter point increase in the key rate. And so the key rate for the for the banks is going to be about uh, 4.75 to 5 percent. And that's the overnight rate. That's the rate that they borrow from each other. Uh, you know, because of the fractional uh, uh, lending that they do, the, the fractional banking. So that's a very, very key rate. And of course, uh, it's up a quarter percent, which is significant. Um, but even with that, uh, we've got a good action on the bulls versus bears. This is a this is something that um, that I follow pretty carefully because this is the writers. This is the um, this is the writers that uh, write for. A lot of the financial publications, and uh, it's starting to turn up, uh, which is interesting. I mean, uh, we've got the we've got the bullish um, writers at forty five point one zero percent, and the bearish ones at twenty eight point two zero percent. So I do think we did see a crossover here. Uh, we have been gaining strength, um, and it just looks like you know we may be at least for right now on a little bit of an upward trend. So got kind of a good time to be in the market. Um, you know, you know, you can't, you, you, you can't, uh, you know, we can't do everything here, but, um, you know, good time to be in the market, good time to be, you know, getting your positions, uh, set and, uh, you know, just, just kind of, uh, you know, just, just, just kind of, uh, something that, uh, that, that's looking good. Um, I want to show you a, a stock here, um, that, uh, basically, you know, it just zoomed up today, tremendous stock, uh, called Dynatrace. Uh, I have not been trading this one uh, myself, but uh, very interesting stock in that, you know, it's in the cloud space. And this is sort of, um, you know, we ha I have been buying chip stocks, but now we're starting to see some cloud stocks come in. So this one whistles up an incredible 15.9% uh, in today's trading. Now, I would not buy this one tomorrow because it's going to be, it's going to be extended, but you know this is a really interesting sign. We're starting to see these breakouts happen kind of all over the place. So uh, this is one you know you might want to put on your on your on your watch list. DT is the is the is the symbol is the symbol there. So kind of an interesting uh, interesting one. Here's what I'm holding currently. Um, you know here's here here are my holdings uh, as they stand. Uh, I, I, I did sell Lattice Semiconductor LSCC today, made a nice profit on that. I did purchase AMD. That was up very, very strongly. It was up about 12%, which is kind of amazing. 
uh, or about 9.49 on the you know to to on the on the price scale there. Um, I did buy at the beginning of the day. I bought microchip, and it was coming out of a very nice base. This one I think still is actionable. It was up about 4.56% today. Um, micro uh, MCHP uh, didn't do so well in Chevron, but I was able to buy back a call that I had, so I did make a little bit of money. Uh, Chevron, you know, needs to needs to bottom and reverse. They had a very very good earnings. Um, I was in Exxon. I sold it basically, uh, you know, basically right you know right after earnings. I sold Exxon and then I bought Chevron. Now it's been on a downward trip, so I don't know if I did that right. But anyways, that's kind of the story. MPI. This is another one that has just been just been rocketing up to the moon. Not only was this up 7.19% today uh, with a price change of 9, 9.33, but it, it, the volume is up 90%. So I don't know what's going on with this one, but this is one you might want to look at, PI uh, as well. And then, of course, the equipment manufacturer, a, uh, AEHR, I've had that one. That was down a little bit today. Uh, my buy price here is about 35 so I'm not too worried about it. Um, but I did um, take some profit on a call option that I had sold against it. So also up very significantly in terms on um, very significantly in terms of its uh, its 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 pricing. So real interesting, uh, you know, real interesting stocks all around today. All right, well, let's take a look at some of the. Uh, let's take first a look at this at the, um, the the spider. What I'm going to do is pull up the spider here. For everyone, what the spider is, of course, uh, is you know, for if you're you're not uh, if if you haven't heard that term before, it is the ETF, the exchange traded fund, that uh, that is uh, that basically um, mimics the 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 condition of the of the S and P 500. So it's a very critical um, ETF, and it's definitely one that we follow. Now, uh, there have been some. Uh, some traders that have indicated that uh, we might be in a situation where, um, you know, we're, we're basically, you know, the resistance is at right in at 410. We're right now at 410. So kind of an interesting, interesting position to be in. It's up even after hours, up, it's up after hours and, and it's up with strength. So this leads me to believe that we may actually go higher than 410. Uh, you know, we may go up all the way a, a, a little bit further. Let's kind of take a look at the uh, uh, at the weekly chart to kind of give us an idea of sort of where we might expect the spider to move. Now, typically, you know, right here we're right at we're right at 410 here, and we have moved essentially above a reversal. And what the reversal line is is if you draw a line, you can see that. It, the, the S&P 500 um, has moved from a downward trend to an upward trend. That's, that's why these, when buying, when you get these, these, um, these reversals is such a good deal because as, you know, that downward energy then converts to the upward energy and they pop usually very nicely. One of the things about uh, the, uh, the technicals on the, the weekly chart is you can see that we're just basically very close to that, both the 10-week line and the 40-week line. The reason that's so important is because, of course, when the um, when the 40-week line moves above that fifth that 
when the 10 week line was above the 40 week line, as you can see, we're very close to that here. Then that is what some people call a golden cross, which means that we are in an uptrend. And I definitely think that it, as we are at that potential right now. So definitely something, you know, that we that we want to look at. I want to quickly also look at um, a stock which I think is 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 getting ready to move, and uh, we're doing some research this this afternoon. Um, we're looking at um, you know we kind of missed AMD, but but there's another one that we might be able to catch a ride on, and that's Crocs. C R O X is the symbol for that one. Of course, they make footwear, and the interesting thing about Crocs is that this apparel area. Which is uh, which is you know which is not you know which is not high tech. This is one of the few areas in the retail that I really like, and as you can see, we're coming out of this sort of when you draw draw a handle there, you can see it, this is sort of an inverted cup, kind of comes up, it's a little bit high cup, pulls back down to that that uh, 21 day line, and it looks like it's moved above that. That's this is a reversal, and again. You know, that downward energy now is being converted, hopefully, to an upward motion. One of the things I like about this one uh, is that it's very close to that 21-day line. That's at 118.72. And as you can see here, it looks like it's reversed. It's like it went down to that 21-day line. It bounced up. Hopefully, it's going to go higher. Look at that relative strength, 98%. That means this is in the top 2% of all shares right now. Another thing I like about Crocs symbol C-R-O-X, is the fact that it's 100% checklist. That's very rare. Um, one of the great things about this is it's got a, a increasing um, earnings per share. The relative strength is over 80. It's being accumulated, and the, the, the last few quarters have been good. Let's take a look at the fundamentals on Crocs, just to kind of give it, give it, a, give it sort of a kind of round out analysis of it. So if we look at the... Uh, fundamentals here. One of the things that's very interesting, of course, is that we're coming right up on earnings. You know, we're going to we're going to have earnings here on the 16th. We have earnings on the 16th, but it's looking very strong into earnings. Last quarter, the sales were up 57%, and the profits were up 20%. That's very strong. Also, the the quarter before, amazing, 51%, 43%. Anytime you see this kind of growth. In sales, that's something you ought to look at, especially in a market like this. It's been really pretty tough. Um, Crocs has had really, really good sales. Strong, strong cash flow. Uh, very low P.E. ratio. That price to earnings is 12. That's kind of amazing for, for, a, for an apparel stock. So this one is very, very well set up. And I definitely think it's viable. Uh, it's definitely something that uh, you could probably, you know, you could, you could, you could probably have an action on this one, uh, probably coming in here tomorrow. I want to look at two. I want to compare Crocs with another stock that's in this area. It's a company called On On, and I'm going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it up here and do the comparison chart on it really quickly. This is Crocs, and the the, the company is called On On. It's a, it's a Swiss company, and uh, they make. Uh, they make stinkers, so very interesting as well. Uh, I'm going to look at it, both of these from the first of the year. Let's see if we can get that to work. One one two thousand twenty three. There we go. 
Okay, well, 23. There we go. Okay, well, maybe not. I uh, did not like that. Okay, so let's see if I can go back to... Let's see. Okay, we have a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of a glitch there, so let me try to get that one up here in just a second. So I'm gonna flip over and go there. Okay, so I had a little bit of a issue uh, as 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 it as it pertains to. So I'm just gonna stop the share there. There we go. <laughs> and now I'm back, and, and and now I'm back. But anyways, what I was trying to do here is to show you. Um, a comparison between uh, on on and um, and crops. Let's see if I can. Let's see if it let me do that. It would be nice if it would. All right. So I'm just going to shut this down. I, a little bit of a, a little bit of a glitch there. All right. So let's see if we can pull that one up now. New window. So that should. Bring up my handy dandy sharding system i use marketsmith by the way uh it's an investor business daily pro, uh, product it's, unfortunately it's not that inexpensive i wish it were a little, little bit better price but it does have so much information that's one of the reasons um i i use it on the show because it does allow me to do a lot of different things that normally uh you know normally i can't i couldn't do so let's look at the the comparison crocs against on on That'll let me do it. Okay, great. So I want to show you these two now. Now Crocs definitely is the better of the. It's it's the better of it's better of the two of these. But I, I think that uh, it's important to take a look at both of them. And here we go. This is the comparison against. Um, bring this up for everybody on TikTok. There we go. So. Flipping over on the screen, so you can see it. There we go. This is this is um, the comparison with these two sneaker companies, and this area of the market seems to be doing very very well right now. Of course, of course, this is on on, which is which is also in a, an upward trend, and then also Crocs. Notice, and this is really interesting. Notice how they're both kind of in the same kind of. Um, the kind of trend. I think Crocs is the better of the two, um, bigger company, but also you should put on 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 your list. Uh, so you can so you can take a look at that. I'm going to show you the chart for on on. This is not the comparison. Chart. This is the actual real chart. Now this one's kind of moving up very steadily here. Let's see if I can get that. This is the this is the this is the chart for on on. As you can see, we've had this very nice run here, and it's just it's just moving straight up. This is kind of an unusual, you know. Normally, patterns don't don't come like that. They'll they'll move up in the little base, but sometimes stocks just just move right up that um, move right up the ten day moving average. But this is one that you might want to consider. It's not an expensive stock, twenty three dollars uh, on that. It's got an eighty two relative strength, and if you look at it fairly good 
checklist, six out of nine. I do think, though, that um, the Crocs is the better buy, and it is, it is ready to go. C-R-O-X is the symbol there for Crocs. Let's put that up so you can see that, too. A little bit more expensive. It's $125 a share. It's a little bit more than on-on, but if you if this is too much for you, you know, maybe you want to look at on-on because that's looking good, too. This is a little bit stronger, 98 relative strength in the top 2%. And this one does have 100% checklist, so that's what I like about this one. I will probably be buying some shares in this one tomorrow. Uh, we will see, but uh, definitely looks fairly good there. All right, well, let's get to the questions. Thank you for holding on. Appreciate it. And, uh, boy, i got a lot of people here. Okay, good. All right, Nicholas, thank you. Hey, good evening to you. Um, hope you're doing well. It was snowing here. I had to broadcast from my house yesterday, and it didn't work out that well. My bandwidth, I had a lot of bandwidth constraints, so sorry about that. Uh, I wish that uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be changing that out, so hopefully we're going we're gonna to see some improvement there. Uh, do you think the energy sector will remain a good play, uh, and for what reasons, uh, uh, in, in your opinion, uh, other recession sectors. Uh, okay, here's here's what I think about the the energy sector. Um, as you know, I have a position in Chevron. It's the only energy stock I have in currently. I think that we're shifting away from the drillers to some of the bigger integrated companies. Now that said, um, you know, well, I have I have two positions. I have the XLE and I have Chevron. And of course, the XLE is mostly made up of two stocks: Chevron and um, Chevron and uh, and, and uh, Exxon. I did take profits in Exxon. I did buy Chevron. Uh, I think I think energy was going to remain strong, but I don't think it's going to grow. And this is the key. I think it's going to remain strong, but I don't think you're going to see the kind of gains that we had last year in it. Just because you know you know it's it was it was uh, it's been the number one sector for a while. I definitely think we're going to see not weakness in the energy sector, but I think it's going to have to be a much more of a careful. You're going to have to be much more careful on what you buy because I definitely think it's going to come weaker. Now, one of the things I do see, and I have been, you know, with this upturn, I have been seeing a lot of strength in the semiconductor area, not necessarily in tech, but in semiconductors. So that's where I think a lot of the, the capital is going. I also, for some reason, we're getting a lot of, um, you know, we're getting we're getting some strength in leisure, which is really interesting to me. Uh, not, uh, you know, leisure can be a very good area. It's been beaten down, uh, and I think we're going to have some good opportunities there, too. So, uh, but that's kind of the thing, I, the thing I'm looking at. All right, let's take some questions from from um, thank, from from TikTok. Thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Okay. Hey, Jim, what are your thoughts on Tesla? All right. Well, let me take a look at Tesla. Um, you know, Tesla was up hugely and uh you know it's been up so let's let's take a look at tesla tsla i haven't really come back into tesla uh this was one of my, you know two years ago of course this is one of my favorite stocks it does look like we're it's it is consolidating a little bit uh here and uh, so we might have a situation where um you know it's going to be it's going to be consolidating for a while but it did you know tesla is you know it's still the number one in terms of um you know, in, in terms of an area, uh, you know, in the market. I mean, EVs, I mean, the automotive sector has been very good, mainly because of Tesla, though GM had some good numbers. 
Uh, but this is starting, it's starting to make its move. I'm really still, I'm a little bit leery. Why? Because that relative strength is very low at eight. That's kind of a problem. We don't, you know, having a relative strength that low could be a problem. Um, but there's been a lot of volume coming in and the earnings were excellent. Uh, so, you know, the question is, can you buy this thing? Well, I would be careful right now, even though it does have a good checklist. I, you know, I am not, I will admit that I am not a great, um, I, I'm not a great bottom fisher. Now, I did do a covered call on it, but I, but I, but I closed it. Uh, it has moved above that key 50-day moving average. So that is indeed looking good. I mean, today it was extremely strong. It was up 4.7%. It's up in the, in the after hours. The question is, where is it going? Let's look at the 10-minute chart just real quick. Uh, you know, I definitely think there's some there's some resistance at about 185 here. Um, and the question is, if it can break through that resistance, then maybe, you know, then maybe we're looking we're, we're looking good. But it does look like it has bottomed, at least for now. So that's so that's good. It's bottom right here at about 100. And then, I mean, if you'd been buying this since the first of the year, you would have made a ton of money because it bottomed there at 101. And, uh, you know, uh, that has been pretty amazing. I didn't, I was not, I will, I will be honest with you. I was not one of those people that was, that was buying at the bottom. I'm never very good at gauging the bottom or the top, but uh, I like the trend. I'm a trend trader. And so, you know, this has been a fabulous trend in the last, you know, basic, basic few, few weeks. Now, what do I think? Well, I think the key level for this one is 200. Tesla. If it's getting above 200, I'm starting to get really interested. That's where I'm going to start probably moving into the stock. But uh, I get, uh, look for it to, to stabilize here a little bit, probably go sideways for a little bit. But this could offer some good opportunities, especially if you're going to do something like a covered call or something like that. This could be a good place. But still, I'm a little bit leery. I don't like to buy below that 200-day line because this is the 200-day moving average because that means that money is still flowing out of it. So what the 200-day line says is if we have a downward sloping 200-day line, like we do, that means capital is flowing out. So I want to make sure that we've totally reversed and the capital starts moving back in again. So at, for at least for right now for Tesla, uh, if you're looking, you know, if you're looking at, to buy Tesla, I would wait on this a little bit. Want, put it on a watch list. It's not viable right now. It's below that critical 200-day line, so I would be super careful buying it here. So I probably would not be a buyer of Tesla, but I know I wouldn't be a buyer of Tesla, at least right now. So, um, But thanks for the question. It's a great question. Um, but put it on a watch list uh, and, um, you know, put it, put it on a watch list and then, you know, go from there. All right, we have a question on – this is a really interesting one. Um, we have a question on um, – uh, PI. Now, PI, I, I'm in PI, and I want to show you this chart because I think it's an excellent chart, uh, and it's one I did buy right before the breakout. This is in the chip sector, like we've been talking about, and it's called Impenge. Let's put that up for everybody on TikTok there. Yeah, the, 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 the stock is, is called uh, IMPI. I, I don't even know how to pronounce this one. It's terrible, but I, I I don't even know how to pronounce this one. But uh, this is this is quite a good stock. I M P I N J. That is the that is the uh, that is that is this stock. So looking at it, we did have a very nice breakout on this one. Uh, I basically came in 
And this is why, you know, buying on those reversals is such a good idea. Now, I was fortunate. I bought very, very close to that 21. The I, I bought very close to the 21-day uh, moving average. This is why when you see this, this is kind of what, this is the uh, this is the ideal pattern. It comes in, it makes a cup, and then it pulls back. This is the handle. And then where you want to go is as it gets close to that 21-day line, that's where you want to buy it. So right now, if you look at the where the 21-day line is, it's extended. So we can't really buy this right now because it's 11% above that 21-day line. But just a few days ago, just a few days ago, we were right on top of that 21-day line. That was the ideal place to buy it, right there. So this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing here. So I'm showing you by sort of how a stock will perform when it's in an upward motion. We have a cup, we have a handle, and then you draw that line, and then you try to buy it as close to that 21-day line as possible. And that many times, sometimes you get lucky and you get a nice little pop. And that definitely was the case here with Impin. So quite a bit of action here. So this one I still like, but I this, I would not buy this. Uh, I would not go and buy this today. Why? Because it's it's just not uh, it's just not set up. It's too far about that. Uh, too far above that. Um, it's too far above the 21 day line. Now, this is one of the reasons why Crocs is good and C-R-O-X, though it's not a semiconductor, it is also set up in a, in a, in a very nice performing area. This one is a little bit closer along. This is why I'm looking to buy Crocs tomorrow, C-R-O-X. You'll notice there's a sort of a cup. It's really kind of not a cup. It's, it was a cup and then the handle went up and then you, there was a pullback. This is where you want to buy it. You want to buy it right about here on that 21-day line. So currently, Crocs is, you know, very close to the 21-day line. It's 5% above that 21-day line. So very close. Don't, you know, try to buy it as close to 5% above that in a pullback situation as you can. So this one is pulling back. It's getting ready. And hopefully, it will move up. So... This is not a bad place to buy it at about 2530. I definitely think that if we get a nice pop on it, it will be it'll be a nice it'll be it'll be a winner. I have a feeling in this kind of upward trend. Also, look, this has a hundred percent checklist here. So hundred percent checklist, very, very important uh, on that. Um, now, so so hundred percent checklist. We're starting also to see if you notice down here, this is kind of this is where the volume is. You'll notice that the volume is starting to get bigger. These are blue bars, and then when it crosses that line here, that means, and this is an exponential scale here, that means that, that, that money is moving into the stock. So this is one of the reasons why I like uh, Crocs at this point. Now, now, by the end of the week, it might be too far extended above that 21-day line, but right now it's set up. So that's one of the reasons why you don't want to buy extended. You want to buy it as close to the 21-day line as you possibly can. So kind of confusing, but trying to give you uh, some good look on that. All right, let's look at, for Charles, let's, oops. Uh, for Charles, let's look at, see if I can come back to the right, to, to the right one here. Um, okay. Uh, let's, let's look at, let's see. TSM, this is Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, great company. Um, the only thing about TSM, 
I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about TSM because it does have some political risk. Uh, and that, of course, is because of the, the China situation. Um, you know, it could be a situation where that gives us problems there. But let's analyze TSM. This is Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing. Uh, it, it did. Uh, it's on a, a nice upward trend. As you can see, you know, let's go over here. So on this nice upward trend, it did, it, it did, it did break out here. But this was interesting because you notice how it, it broke high and then it pulled down. This is one of the reasons you don't want to buy extended. You want to buy very, very as close to that 21-day line as you possibly can. So let's take a look and see where that 21-day line is for TSM. And it's it's a little bit extended, not much, but it is a little extended there. It's 7.1. 1% above the, the, the line. So I probably would not be a buyer here technically because even though it's in an upward trend, uh, it is still uh, it is still too far away from that, that line for me. It is, it is, it's got some good things here. It is above the 200-day line. That's good. But the, the, unfortunately, the trend of this line is it's sloping down. So capital is moving out of TSM on a long-term basis, but it started to make its move and reverse that, uh, but it really hasn't formed its base yet. So I would skip TSM. I would skip TSM here just because I don't think it's set up well. All right, so let's take another one. Let's take another one for, for Charles. Let's look at on semi, which is, which is also in the semiconductor space, but this is of course they, they don't manufacture them. This is a, uh, well, actually, they do manufacture, excuse me, On does. <laughs> On has its own fabs. They typically do the less complicated chips, um, you know, and primarily for the automotive. They've done, they've been in a very good situation. Now, with this one, we have a cup here. We're above that, we're, we're above the 200-day line. Notice how this 200 line line is starting to make a move upwards. So that is a good thing, all right? We're also above the 50-day line, and so that's a good thing too, and we are above that 21-day line. The question is how close to that 21-day line are we? Well, we're a little bit too, we're a little bit too extended, so I probably would pass on this one too, even though it has a great checklist I would pass on this one because it's too far extended. Now, AMD, <laughs> this is the one I bought today uh, on its breakout. All right, so I did buy AMD today. AMD is notorious for being, at least from my experience, being very, very um, tough to buy. Why? Because it typically is very volatile. But I did buy it on the breakout uh, today. Let's see if I can put on the... Show you exactly. Oops, show you exactly where I bought it. All right. Hopefully this will come up here. We'll be able to see this. There we go. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't sure I could get this to, to work. All right. This is where I bought it today. Basically at eighty twenty two. And as you can see, we had a nice. We had a nice movement up. Now it's off a little bit after hours. And I don't think we can buy it. At the, I don't think we can buy it now, unfortunately, because I do think that it is a little bit extended. So I'm going to look at the technicals here. Yeah, it's way extended, 16% above that 21-day line. So we probably have to wait until this thing pulls back. The way I did this is I bought this 
I let it run, but I've, I have stop losses set. So as this thing comes down, I'll be sold out of this because I do expect this to move lower and I expect it to, to move lower and adjust, uh, and adjust. But I think it's going to adjust above 80. That's my guess. So I don't think we can buy that one either. But here's the thing. I think AMD is more likely to pull back. If AMD pulls back, I think that's the one you want. Why? Because, well, it is showing it is the biggest cap of all of these. And I definitely think that there's a lot. They're going to they're gonna have good sales next quarter because of the fact that uh, they're starting to cut into Intel's uh, server chip market. So very, very good there. So as you can see, this gapped open, gapped up out of the box. Now, this is why you don't want to buy typically within the first 30 minutes, because a lot of times it'll gap up and then it'll just head south. But this one didn't. So it gapped up uh, and then and then it's just continued to move up. Now, will it continue on this track tomorrow? Who knows? But I definitely think that it's probably going to adjust down a little bit. I'm expecting it to come down about 82. So on this one, AMD, this is probably your best bet, but I wouldn't buy this on the open either because I just think it's too far extended. That's the, that's the main thing. I like the stock pretty much. You know, of course, I, I bought it um, this morning, but it is too far extended right now. So I probably would not be a buyer of that right at this moment. All right. Um, can you say the bull market has started? Well, I don't think this is necessarily a bull market. I think what this is, and I'm just going to comment on this. I think what this is, is this is a, we're in, I think we're still in the bear market, but I think this is a re relief rally and we've come up on the spider to 410, but I want to look at the spider again, because this is sort of, this is sort of, this sort of tells the tale of this particular, this, this particular stock here. I mean, this particular ETF really tells the tale the spider. This is why you want to look at this one very, very carefully. All right. Right now, after hours, it's two, it's 412. You know, 410 was a major resistance. Why do I know that? Well, this was the intermediate high, as you can see, 41048. So as it's moved above this, if it can hold above this, we're going higher. Okay. If it pulls back from here, we may we may see a rechaser, but it's looking good because. It's moved above that 410.48 here, and I think that you know we might we might have some might, might have some ways to go. The next resistance point is going to be right up here at about 4:30, so this would be nice if we could get if we can hold above 410, we're going to probably be smooth sailing up to about 4:30. Uh, that's what it's showing me, anyways. Uh, also, if you look down here, you're going to see that nicely increasing uh, volume. So. What do I think? Are we in a are are we in a bull market? Well, not really. We're kind of in a fake bull market. But we can still make money in a fake bull market. So, my 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 very bad um, sitting on the fence answer to this is yes. I think we're in in the short term. I think we're in a, we're in uh, you know, we're in a strong market. If we can hold above four ten on that spider, then I think we're okay up to about four thirty. So. Um, but I definitely think right now, um, right now, um, that, uh, that, that's the way it goes. All right. I have a question here um, uh, on Tesla. Will Tesla ever weaken? Well, you know, this is the, this is the, this is the, 
unfortunately, this is this is this is always the way it is. You know, it's weak, 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 and then all of a sudden it's strong, and then you can't buy it. So, gosh, I mean, you know, you know, what's the you know what's what's the deal here? <laughs> what's the deal? Well, I do think that I do think that until Tesla moves above again about that 200 level, I think that you know, you know, we'll see. Um, but I think you know if it can if it can move above 210, then it's going to probably go higher. So right now, I wouldn't buy it on weakness. This is one of the hardest things to learn. This, is, this for years baffled me. Why, Jim, wouldn't you buy it when when it's when it's when it's weak? Well, because because the easiest way to make the, the, one of the easiest ways to lose money is to buy something as it's moving down on weakness, and then it just continues to go down. So. Be, you know, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you, you know, it's not necessarily the best thing to wish for. Um, I mean, thank goodness you were talking about weakness on, on Tesla. It's been just a rocket ship. But here's the thing. I think it's going to pause. And then if it could move above 200, that's where I would start probably trying to, trying to look at it. So uh, I gave you really a kind of a non-committal answer there, but that's, uh, that's, that's the way way I am looking at. All right, let's look at FLR. This is from Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for tuning in. FLR. Let's take a look at Floor. I had Floor. Floor. I had Floor. I sold it. Um, it just wasn't it from for my from my way of thinking, it wasn't working um, fast enough. There was nothing really wrong with it. I just didn't, um, I, I just, I just sold it because I just, I needed, I want, there, there are things I could commit capital to, which, which I thought had a better, uh, better opportunity, uh, than, than floor. But let's look at floor really quickly. Um, it's pulled back nicely to, and this is what you want to see. You want to see this ever, you know, higher highs as it's coming up here. And then where you want to buy it is on that pullback, and it, we did have just a little bit of pullback to that to that uh, twenty-one day line. Let's look at that twenty-one day line, see how close we are. Yes, we're definitely within shooting distance. The twenty-one day line is it's only four point it's only four point four seven percent above that twenty-one day line. Now the checklist could be stronger here, um, you know, and it does seem like it is getting some love after hours. It's up two percent, so. The question is, what's going to happen here? The earnings are in 20 days. You know, this is not necessarily a bad place to buy it. Uh, it, it this isn't a, this isn't a uh, this isn't a you know classic cut, but it, this is a kind of a consolidation pattern. See how it's consolidating in there, and then it's moved above that. And but when it pulls back to that 21 or close to it, and it is there right now, that's a possible place that we could buy. Uh, you can see on the 17th, I, I bought 100 shares at 36 and 37. I've, I've since sold this. Uh, it wasn't performing as well as I would have liked. But this is where I bought it on the 17th, uh, and then I did sell it. But you can see I bought it as it's moving up here, then it pulled back. Uh, but it was when it was up here, it wasn't moving fast enough. And then as it started to move on this on this bar here, on this uh, this this. Uh, um, this red bar, I did sell it, but I may be back in. So because it's not about it's not about stock. All right, uh, let's look for TikTok. Um, 
can you short the Nasdaq 100 now? Oh, can I short the Nasdaq? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shorting the Nasdaq 100 right now because we're an upward trend. I, I don't think that's a wise. I don't. I don't think that's a wise move right now to to short the Nasdaq 100. I mean, uh, I just. I don't think it is right now. I think. I think shorting the Nasdaq 100 could be dangerous because if we do move above 410 and we're at 412 on the spider it's very likely that the nasdaq will continue higher so i don't think this is a good time to short the the nasdaq but let's take a look at the qqq and let's kind of analyze it like that now the qqq is the etf that covers the nasdaq 100 so this is this would be how i would potentially if i were going to short the nasdaq this is how i would do it I would, I would actually buy the shares of this and I would short these shares, which you can do. But I wouldn't short it with this kind of pattern. I'll tell you why, because look at this. It's come right up and it's, 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 it's crossing above that critical 200-day moving average. So because it's above that 200-day moving average, it's showing strength. So not a good time to be shorting the NASDAQ. Just, just not a good time to be shorting the NASDAQ. Maybe we'll have a situation where we could do that. But right now, I think you got to be careful. Don't <laughs> short the NASDAQ. Sarah's asking Apple's earnings. Can it go? Will it go higher? I don't know. I can't say will it, but can it go higher? Absolutely. Will it go higher? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I do know that the chart is starting to look pretty decent. Now, we do have some things. Some things are concerning me here. Uh, you can see that I ended up shorting it. See, I've been, I was shorting it all the way down. These are shorts here. And then I haven't done anything since because when it turned, I basically said, nope, I'm gonna short it. But you can see I shorted there, 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 there. Okay, so now we've been on this upward trend. All right, we have earnings in one day. So the question is, what can we do here? Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't do anything. And the reason I wouldn't do anything is because earnings can really throw you off here. Now, this is still, Apple is still just barely in an upward trend. Okay, what I did here is I drove the reversal line. And I'm just, what I'm going to do is I'm going to click on, I'm going to set the alert on that reversal line. Oops. I'm going to set the, set the, um, I'm, I'm going to set on that reversal line. Let's see if I can do that. There we go. Okay, so what this is, I've drawn the reversal line here. So it definitely has reversed, but it's still relatively weak. Before I start buying Apple, I want to see it move above that 200-day line. And I don't think it's there yet, so I wouldn't do anything with Apple right now. I would just watch it. The checklist is okay, five out of nine, but there are just better places in the market to be. One of those areas is in the chips right now. The chips are doing very, very well. Uh, let's, let's, let's go over to the chips to show you kind of what I'm talking about here, uh, let's look at let's look at PI. And this is one of the chip chips that I do like. There we go. Um, and let's take a look at that PI real quick. Okay. Okay. So so this is in the semiconductor fabulous. This has been a bottom performing area of the market. Okay. But it's starting to make a turn, as you can tell. Here's the thing. Here's why. I like this particular area. This is kind of just chart reading 101. Remember, we were talking about that 200-day moving average, right? So that's this black line here. 
that I, that I, that I just keep you know, yammering and yammering on about. That's this black line. This is the 200-day moving average. Notice this red line here, and that is the 50-day moving average. Notice how the 50-day moving average and the 200-day moving average, and you can do this. You don't have to use my software to do this. You can do any software uh, that charts it. You notice how this is coming above this 200-day line? This means this is gaining strength. Also, let's go down here to the, the volume. You'll notice we're having some strong volume. A lot, of, a lot of blue bars in there coming in. Now, this is this is the electronic semiconductor fabulous group. Now, let's find where the strength is in this group. All right, so we go over here, and I'm going to look to see who's in that group. Well, I just sold Lattice Semiconductor. Now, and I own, I don't own Cirrus Logic, but I have a feeling that this is going to be the next really good one in the Cirrus Logic. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Going to come over here to the Cirrus Logic chart to see if it is if it's viable. I don't think it is, but maybe it is. Maybe it's a little bit better. No, it unfortunately this is already seeing the strength as well, but and this is too far extended. But you notice how it came. There was this cut base. This is a little bit of a handle, not really a great handle, and then it and then it exploded out of that handle. But this is this is Cirrus Logic. This is another one that I think is very likely to go higher. Uh, in the near future. Now, it doesn't have a good, as good uh, a checklist as some of the other ones does, but it's still pretty good. So that's kind of, you know, <laughs> that's kind of the long and the short of it. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, all right. Lisa, let's see. Let's see if we can take another call. Yeah. Thank you very much. Nicholas. All right. Nicholas. Um, okay. On On has been selling a lot where I live. Absolutely. Uh, I like On On very much so. Uh, I think you're right uh, with On On. Let's, let's look at this one. This is in the leisure area. Now, I think Crocs is the better is, is, is the better of the two, but this is a good area of the market to be, to be looking at. Uh, this is looking very strong. You can see it's come out of this cup basis. What's going to happen here, I believe, this is a long cup. It's going to pull back. We've got to wait for that pullback. We've got to wait for it to be closer to that line, that 21-day moving average. Now, right now, unfortunately, we are a little bit extended. We're 12.49% above that 21-day line. Why do I? Why am I just harping on this 21-day line so much? Well, because the further it gets away from that, in this kind of a motion. The more extended it is, the more it can pull back. So even though this has been respecting the 10-day line here, this is the little pink line, very, very nicely, I want to see this thing pull back. But when this thing pulls back, I think that's going to be a winner. And I do really, really like this stock. It's, it's a lot less expensive at $24 than, than, um, than Crocs is. But Crocs is the, probably the leader here. Uh, but let's, let's, uh, let's look at all the ones in the group, see if we can find better pattern because this is the apparel shoe in the shoe apparel category interesting category it just had a lot of a lot of power as of you know uh as of late this is number nine oops out of 197 so let me see if i can get that if i can there we go okay so sometimes these links don't quite work all right let's now, notice the interesting thing about on on. 
and we're looking at basically the weekly chart. You notice how it's been in a downward trend, but it's looking like it's starting to make move up. So this is definitely in the, in the mix, 82 relative strength. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more volume coming in there, but looking strong, this is a definitely a place to be looking for, for stocks in this area. All right. Graham, thank you very much. ASML. ASML is a very special company because in semiconductor manufacturing, this company makes the absolute state-of-the-art um, fab tools that make the next generation of chips. So this is a very, very important stock. So don't be don't be frightened by the price of these shares. They're, 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 they're a little bit pricey, but believe me, they're worth it. Look at this thing. It was up 15, you know, 1.57%, 6.80 per share. Kind of an expensive share. Would, would I buy it at, at this at this juncture? Well, let's take a look. Probably, let's look at the pattern rec first. Okay, so we're, we're below the pivot, 23%. Cup with handle, that's a good, that's a, that's what you want to see. Uh, I'm going to go over here to the daily chart to see. Yeah, cup with handle. There's the cup and there's the handle. And if you draw the reversal line, there you go. You're right above it. So that's not a bad place. The question is, how far away from that 21-day line are we to see if it's even, even possible to buy this? And... We are very close, so this actually isn't a bad time to buy it. Interestingly enough, it's only it's only 5.4% above the 21-day line. So that's looking actually very good, <laughs> believe it or not. You're absolutely right about this, Ram. Good, good call on this one. Um, this is looking very, very good. This is te- From a technical standpoint, from a technical standpoint, this is looking very good. Cup with handle, and it's moving above that, and it's within... Five percent of the twenty-one day line. So that's also that's looking very, very good. Look, it's up after hours. That's amazing. Not a lot. Two dollars. This is such an expensive stock that you know, two dollars is nothing for this stock. But but yeah, you could definitely buy this one and size it. Um, definitely like it. Let's kind of look and see. I want to kind of see how it how it. I I'm holding currently AEHR, which is in the same group. I don't have ASML. I, you know, ASML is the is the best of breed. No question that. Giving me, well, it's not giving me. But uh, interesting, very interesting stock. You can definitely buy it at this juncture. So, looking, looking, looking very, very good. Looking very, very good. All right, we're getting down to the time frame. We're 50 minutes, so probably this will be the last one. Uh, Charles, that's a bunch of questions. I'd love to take all these, but I don't have enough time, unfortunately. Let's look at, can you look at Google, earnings tomorrow and Google? Okay, the uh, shipping company. Okay, yeah, one is called Golden Ocean. And the other one is Google, which we know is Alphabet. So uh, let's look at Golden Ocean first. That's Google. It's, you, you, would think it's, you would think it's Google, but it isn't. It's G-O-G-L. This is Golden Ocean Shipping. They got Golden Ocean shipping lines. So got it. So what I'm going to cover first here. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's very inexpensive stock, of course. Under $10. That's one thing that's kind of not too good about it. Also, it's below that 200-day line. Not, not exciting there. Um, and the... The ocean ship transportation area has been shipping, has been has been um, falling. There's a number of good ones in there, but I think 
It's probably not the time for this one, even though this wasn't a bad stock. Now, with Google, which is Alphabet, there's, by the way, there's two classes of Google. So let's look at G-O-O-G-L. I think that's the A shares. Yeah, that's the A shares. Okay. Uh, Google ha uh, Alphabet has two different classes of stock. The question is, is it, is, it, is it time for Google? Well, it's looking pretty strong. That's, uh, I, I have to say, it's looking pretty strong. It looks like it may be breaking a trend. Now, it's still below the 200-day line. I don't like to buy below the 200-day line. And as you can see, you can see my shorts there. I shorted there, I shorted there, and then I closed my shorts. Now it's starting to make its move up. Is it time? It, you know, how close to that 21-day line is it? Well, it's pretty darn close, 5.67%. And the question is, is it, let's look at the weekly chart here, because this is kind of how we're going to see it. This is, this is the trend that the question is, has it reversed? And it's just starting to reverse. And it's going to have earnings. So here's the thing, I would wait for earnings. If we have strong earnings, it's very likely this will pop. But I don't think we're going to have as strong earnings as we thought we were going to have. Another, th another, another thing about this, I don't like 24 relative strength. Uh, we have falling, and this is another thing that, at least up until now, we've had falling sales. So, and we had we had a we had a decrease in the earnings per share last quarter, and it does say here the expectations are that we are going to be up this year 10%. So um, we will see how this one does. I wouldn't buy this thing until we see the earnings and see how it, see how it reacts. Um, this is not a leader, unfortunately. The leader, um, you know, one of the leaders I think is Shopify. And I did sell my position in Shopify. Uh, but that's, that's probably the leader right now. Um, so thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for, for joining us on the show. So appreciate it. And if you haven't already signed up um, for the um, uh, the action trailer, it's, that is a great thing to do. So if uh, so, the easiest way to do this, of course, is to go to www.dallastradingfloor. That's the easy way to do it. Um, if you're watching on TikTok, super easy. You get on our mailing list. Just go up here to, we have a little thing, uh, there's a little link that I have, and it's it says Beacons, and that is a link to uh, the special web page for people on TikTok. You can sign up for the free uh, action trailer, it's that way. I'll be back tomorrow at 5, and hopefully you'll be, you'll get, right now, the things to watch are, uh, you know, we're going into earnings season, there's going to be a lot of action in terms of earnings. Um, you know, definitely watch Apple, definitely see how Google trades. But right now, uh, there are several good setups. One of them is on Crocs, C-R-O-X, which I definitely think is actionable. So I think that one's actionable tomorrow. And in terms of the semiconductor stocks, um, you know, I'm still looking at, and I'm still looking at some of the smaller semis, but uh, there's going to be some good action there as well. So um, I'll be back tomorrow, hopefully with some more stuff for you. Until then, happy trading, everybody. And remember, please, 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 please smash that like button. I so appreciate it when you smash the like button. It really helps us get out to everybody. And I'll be back tomorrow. Happy trading.